Welcome back to my lovely IHP community. I have a little fun, fun, fun one for you, but I gave it the title, The Adventure of a Lifetime, because here's where, so you know how people always say you change, and I've been sharing with you how those of us who connect to consciousness, we're we're like, we never change, never change, right? So this word never, (laughs) which I always remind myself not to use, but that change concept is always really pretty stuck in there because of like the essence so when you're in a connectedness with the essence of life that you are as a person who comes to you with that layer of intuitiveness and so we do enter into a sphere of what people would want to say is nonsensical right not that it doesn't make sense it's not linear okay so here i'm gonna bring the linear people together today with the non-linear people (laughs) so i'm a non-linear person and today i will admit that part of me part of me is like "Mm, i don't know if that whole thing about you never changing maria is really true because so let me give you a good laugh and i was sharing this with my lovely divine masculine they they got this one i don't know i think they're gonna have a good laugh because i know i did i was like wait a minute and i've read this to you before so we had it where I read to you the moods, the moods part, right? This is my little 13-year-old journal, right? Okay, so I'm 13, and they got me to write this book in school. I don't remember why, but it's basically all of my my birth certificate, and I got describe your family, school experience, timeline, growing experience, place. Then we got favorite possession, moods. The moods is the one where I get very, very angry when people lie to me and I wish they would just tell me the truth, right? So that still sticks except for the angry part. I'm just used to people not knowing that they're lying because you know they got their adaptive child self protected by their adaptive protector and all that stuff, right? So they need to be told how to become maybe their grown-up version. So yeah, the 5D person in the Enlightenment Soul Age Group, we already know when you have this adaptive child layer to you. We have mind sight, mindfulness, all of it. That's why we're always in compassion. Here's why we also don't change. We're always more of ourselves. However, again, I'm bringing the linear and non-linear together today. So I have this in defense of myself where I'm like, wow, this is inconsistent. And I was thinking about the adaptive, uh, what is it, the adult attachment interview but see here's where what i'm gonna say is something that i already had began understanding about 5d which is the human being is evolved at this point with technology and science being able to share with us how to become your enlightenment soul age group version integrated mind and restorative embodied selves are our human physiological natural state of origin so when we begin our life from the womb into life there is a disconnect that happens but and i can't wait for daniel siegel's book to be out because that one will be beneficial so here's where he he talks about that first interruption because in the womb you're in this safe space okay and so remember our bodies develop this uh from that nervous system with the embodied brain 
and we have an attachment system and a defense system our attachment system has an experience expectancy as daniel siegel points and that would be to get contingent communication so my parent and or allo parenting is our mammalian heritage by the way more than one parental figure or attachment figure that can be siblings the mother father it's more it's a group okay so the long story short is that contingent communication means that they see us and they then soothe us so a parent with mind sight so if i'm cold and crying my parent figures it out and tends to my needs if instead i'm crying and i'm cold and i never get warmed i my experience expectance is not met i get non-contingent communication i don't get seen i don't get heard my needs physically so my attachment system begins to get frustrated in a way of shutting down and here's where that seat of empathy shut down so we have the first two of non-secure attachment which would be avoidant there's the disconnected self and they always take care of themselves they don't ask for help from anyone because they got used to being in a space of not being able to be tended to by their caregiver in a way of being seen soothed and safe so there's a disconnect they have to turn off those feelings it's frustrating to expect anything and so they in fact will want to have control of their surroundings in an effort to stay safe and meet their own needs and in fact there's a specific way their body is and they will lean away from emotions because they will not have learned to be mature and vulnerable with them because they as infants had a frustrated level of them and had to shut it down to continue being able to because the experience expecting wasn't getting what it needed so there's shutdown the ambivalent on the other hand here's where there was an inconsistent mannerism that they were getting of secure non-secure so being tended to and not tended to and this has variables so the shoe is always going to drop and here's where those people tend to get overly emotional and sensitive in a way that is frazzled and disconnected in this uh actual preoccupied so it's like very much uh, an infant who's going to become demanding and needy and and here's where i've met avoidant and ambivalent and ambivalent is basically you can never do enough there's always going to be something at some point and these are in those moments of stress though so the people who have these non-secure attachment defense mechanisms so their attachment system calibrated to work with what their non-contingent communication was of the people that tended to them the one that's avoidant leans away from emotions they are not usually able to connect until they start working on their right brain mode and tending to their emotions and being vulnerable and getting soft and this is where they get to choose it they don't have to the ambivalent on the other hand would have to learn about how to handle their preoccupied and their moment of ah you're not giving me what i want in their ways the shoe's always going to drop so actually they don't know how to trust that they will consistently be loved they get worried that they won't and it's not just worry they get also uh, bitchy if they want so here's where i've met adults with all of these different types of attachment categories by the way and in fact they are like a freaking match to a t 
the ones that have been recently more exposed if you will to me are the secure attachment people who grew up from their teenage years with their charge states we all have charge states by the way the one to three attached panicky the three to seven shame submissive the flight the freeze excuse me all ages the flight 11 12 and the flight 14 15 16 so those are charge states and when a person takes a look at themselves they can actually notice like i noticed my teenage charge state last year was we talked a little bit about this okay so here's where when i share with you that i have not changed it's because i connect to the essence of me which people would probably equate to that fragment of consciousness each of us is a piece of consciousness so we can equate it to that but again to give what i want to say is the linear people can be right about change (laughs) okay and so it happens okay so i'm saying i maria i'm wrong about change right now I'll, i'll admit to that other area that doesn't match my actual belief system but that can match a way of perspective so here's where the actual functional adult human being who uses their mind intellectually but not just with the left brain right and left so a whole brain will be able to accept that a plus b they might say opposite things but they both equal c and arriving at that will be the decision of the individuals that make that choice so the right brain mode person which is a mature feminine who is also their mature masculine will be okay with not having to say let me prove i'm right we are okay with saying i can be wrong or right whatever it doesn't matter we don't care not because we don't care but because we will see the validity in both perspectives and in this case right now i'm seeing the actual tangible validity in this not this is why i said get ready for a laugh because i'm I'm about to say maria in this case can have been wrong about there not being there any change because i definitely (laughs) am not this person of dreams so okay i'm 13 years old let me get to it i i had to write about all this stuff in defense of myself then my profile and then i got this part of dreams which we have read before but as i read it i'm like wow this is really fascinating because i wrote that these were my dreams i hope i can do all these things when i grow up i don't want any of these things and some of them are are so far remotely not a part of who i am at all (laughs) like the going shopping one even i do love going shopping i just don't have like right now i'm not like oh i wish that i could go shopping every day no not anymore you know like i'm i want to do what i do every day so here i'll read uh when i get out of high school i said i want to go to college which i did do and and i still maybe one day i'll get my phd who knows i want to go to college in the u.s that one i did do and and that was very fascinating to say the least i want a degree in law no i changed my mind my memory is crappy for law i was like yeah i can't do this luckily in high school i got to take a law class and i was like yeah this is boring as fuck and i don't remember shit so i don't think so and maybe teaching now here's where i know my parents the ones who raised me so my father that raised me he wanted to be a teacher my biological father was a cook and a pizza loved to cook great cook and i didn't know him that well but a very very um very much a a person who is for sure my twin sister and i have his dreaming 
stuff like spiritual spirituality and like all the magic in the world is possible basically like this is like a peter pan type thing okay just saying like this is where anybody who knew him is like oh you know this pure pure soul is what they called him and it's true he 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 has that pureness uh i as a person who was the daughter and and you know so here's where those roles right expectant expectancy if you're a parent the really the one who's supposed to dream and be la la peter pan land is 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 i not the other way around so let me put that to the side (laughs) but long story short the father that raised me that is the father that i called father wanted to be a teacher he was studying to be a teacher so here's where i know where these words come from as an adult but i was trying to present to you when i wrote them because i got back into that mode for a second as me the 13 year old maria and i was like oh wow okay i can feel that 13 year old maria so this is where we change in age and that's why as i said when i'm thinking non-linear i'm thinking of the lovely trauma and somatic experts that i learned from about psychology and how people mold and move okay so i'm presenting to my lovely 5dc community something that will benefit all of us because the reality is again for anyone who's a mature feminine you'll know this immediately for anyone who's not a mature feminine then you will think about it and that's where i'll leave it because you you probably are going to be someone who already has stuff in your own way so um I said, I want to go to college in the US. I want a degree in law and maybe teaching for social studies, science, or language arts. I did social studies. Political science and international relations and diplomacy is actually in human and social sciences. And I do love, in fact, my PhD, I would have gotten in more of that, even though at this point, probably I would integrate it with something different. But language arts, no, not so much. I don't even know where that one came from, probably because I'm bilingual. And that's where, you know, adults around their kids, they are always talking to. This reminds me of the movie Peter Pan. Why does he run away? Because his parents, while he's in this crib, are already talking about what the fuck he needs to do when he's a grown-up and it's not even their life. So here's where, you know, the part about not changing who we are, for those of us who are connected to our own essence of life, it's because we don't actually listen to these people and say, I'm going to become what you want me to be but we will come out of that mold so here's where the 13 year old maria came out of a mold and i'm writing after college when i get my degree i want to get a job as a lawyer maybe once i even spelled that wrong and once in and a while i think it's not in a while <laughs> maybe once in a while horrible spelling still now and a while i could teach i don't know so obviously i'm not really convinced about this teaching stuff <laughs> i want to make a good amount of money i actually don't really give a shit about money except for i know i need it um, but here's where i want to make a good amount of money so i can support myself that's still very much yes definitely and have some money left over to spend <laughs> of course why not so there the right amount I chose to be a lawyer. Here's the, here's the kicker. Here I laughed my ass off because I love to argue. Okay, so this I love to argue shit is not my word. It is a word of the people around me who I would have conversations with as me, Maria, the human being I still am, and they thought I wanted to argue with them, which I didn't. I was just making good conversation. <laughs> 
also i said because of the money i like it most because of the money here i laughed my ass off because i don't even know where that came from honestly i'm like i'm trying to think did i really i, I don't know about that <laughs> you know so it's, it's very funny though and then i write this this one for just right here i'm like yep spot on meaning i did not find the right man in fact this is not gonna happen i will not be getting married or have any kids but here's what i wrote then if i found the right man comma i'll get married i might have one or two kids and here's where the closest this came was where i had agreed with my only last ever traditional anything (laughs) to say okay fine fine we'll get married and i'll have one kid for you and this is exactly what gave them the reason to say you know but we don't want the same things when they broke up with me after four years when i wrote them back or actually i called them we still had phones needed to use phones not cell phones we actually used phone phones and i called them from college this was in my master's and i was like i'll come there and we can have the life you want to have and luckily for me this person actually cares about me and was like dude you're gonna hate me if you do what you're saying because your dream has always been to keep finishing up college to help people he knows me very well so he knew that i wanted to do what i was doing and when he said that my brain clicked and was like yeah no he's right i would hate the shit out of him i didn't use the word shit but i knew i would hate him because i did not want that life and i don't want that life but it's funny at 13 where i wrote if i found the right man now here's the thing i I don't have any i don't like gender stereotypes but i can tell you all the men i've met yeah they all have some situation that they've not matured emotionally speaking and i see a lot of people together that are not anywhere near being what i've always deemed actual love to be so people who manage each other that's not love people who tell each other who to be that's not love people who don't know how to have a fight that's not love people who don't know how to accept that we all make mistakes again not love people who think of somehow there being some type of perfection meaning that people don't have shit go down in their life and are fucked up potentially then they need help that ain't love so the mature feminine we don't justify humanity's acts because we live some fictitious no 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 we actually are a person who understands flaws and imperfections are part of the human journey and then hello did you think you were born knowing everything because i know i was told i didn't know everything but here's the part about the emotions they don't they don't come out of our asses this is called an attachment system and a defense system in your physiology and while yes spirituality and spiritual stuff already has stories for us the technology is sharing that we don't have demons in our bodies and that this uh, way of attachment is very important and so when i say mature and insecure i actually do mean it but not in an offensive way i mean it because a body that doesn't know how to engage in its full attachment and defense system with awareness which means a person with their own masculine which means their mind and so aware that if my self which is in your body has a disconnect in the way that i show my affection and the way i speak my words if you're consciously aware of it that's how you're going to enlighten yourself about yourself and live maybe the best life ever in this lifetime of now which by the way when you die for the 4d community you ain't gonna remember your lifetime of now i mean i'm always very polite when i'm meeting people that talk to me about after life and i'm not talking about religion no i'm talking about viking land atlantean land lemurian land and all of my lovely 4d peeps i love them to death i will allow myself to disengage and just try 
try i try just a little bit to say you know the 24 hours you have now is very important i understand you want to navigate this realm of ethereal and blah 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 and actually because i can't support them through akashic record readings through tarot card consultations through the reiki sessions that so many they don't even come for the personal development they come because they want to have a specific type of experience so i know that it's beneficial to their journey and i trust everybody's intelligence and i also know thank you trauma experts and somatic experts for allowing me to know how to explain very well the psychoeducation which is why i keep buying books on neuroscience and more of it with its nightmares and all that because i know that it will come in handy when i'm talking to any of my 4d peeps and they want to tell me about demons the minute they tell me about demons is the minute i'm going to say hey guess what i have a really great book you might want to read about it or i might not and i'll just say i read this great book and he talks to me about rem and he talks to me about the fear part in a brain and that actually it might need help you know i might just bluntly state forwardly say you want to check on that sooner than later because apparently it's a very very big deal for your physical brain so i love that you're having astral travel and you can have your clairs and all that but humanly speaking i care for your well-being let me give you a tidbit of piece of information i'm not the mind expert so of course they don't have to listen to me but i'm a person who cares so i'll say hey here's a book that i read and here's a person who is an expert and here you go i will have done my due diligence as a human being who has clairs who says hey don't get lost in this fear and i didn't know the rem thing until i did but even before not knowing it i'm like you know this whole thing about demons no there ain't negative energy positive energy your mind's making sense of it your you know and again this is why i now know trauma memory is trying to restore itself into normal memory it's a very big important deal it doesn't mean the dreams are not true or true here's where again 5d mystics we know what you're dreaming is true because we have dreams too and we know they're true as well but we know what the difference is between staying grounded in life here which is very important that's exactly why the 5bc in the enlightenment soul age group is here and why i do what i do with ihp when i tell you about aspects of the 5d mystic and why my focus is geared with 5d as the word of choice because i am someone who has clairs and understands them from the humanness that i am me maria the person okay so let's keep having some laughs (laughs) the finding right man yeah no because as long as a person's an immature version of themselves they're not a man or a woman or an it as long as i meet a human being who has emotions that they're not able to speak to me from their mouths truthfully from their heart truthfully i will know that in front of me i have what is equal to me to a child which i will tend to with gloves because i don't want to be a mean person and because i don't want to engage with the immature emotional response of anyone because i don't actually have to engage with your emotional charge states when your state of consciousness if you're especially a secure attachment person is choosing to completely derail whatever it is that's coming forth with your mouth and all i'm going to say is got plenty of experiences of secure attachment people non-secure 
and even disorganized and honestly they all still have what is equal to a lame excuse for why they do what they do and they call it life and they call it the devil and they call it humanity and they basically are insulting the very species that i am and the very species that they are and they're making up some bullshit excuse and not looking at how they're feeling so the two-year-old with the teenager enlightenment soul age group yeah we're not interested in knowing anything about it so we'll know how to handle it with gloves that's where 5d always knows how to bring harmony why well again we make use of the 24 hours we have in a proactive way which means we leave the world better than yesterday so the gloves they're there because we know we can use them because we again don't want to waste our breath or our time in any type of destructive energy because that's not creating life that's destroying it we don't want to destroy life we're not here to destroy anything in fact we are infinitely at harmony and moving it's it's a beautiful blend i swear i love being in this soul age group and i love being able to present to you these human spiritual and spirituality elements now i'm like wow okay i got it i got why you know what always amazes me is that three follows me wherever and it follows most of us but three is the number of change it is the number of dismantling and recalibrating and so for the ones of us who are always connected to this infinite flow that's why we don't ever feel changed but when we're brought again something's like oh wait a minute okay so let me finish reading again um otherwise i won't get to the part that really made me laugh so as i say then if i found the right man i'll get married i might have one or two kids i'm gonna have pets like a puppy or cat i love animals this i do but for example i don't know if i want animals because when they die i get very very sad and like we recently lost our lovely anakin out of the blue all of a sudden and i'm like yeah i don't want another cat but i miss i I do miss having my cat energy around but i don't want to have to handle their death on my free time i say i'll go shopping for clothes or with a group of friends go places maybe i'll model once in a while (laughs) this one made me laugh (laughs) i hope i can do all these things when i grow up so yeah the modeling thing for example that's where this came from this trip every year as a as a kid growing up in naples italy my grandma would take us to ischia and um that is where we have a family friend and this one family friend she taught me to play the piano she would do my hair she had us model once or we did some modeling once so that one that's why that was there the going shopping i still love shopping but not like 13 year olds and anyways here's the part about when you read something like that right the linear people are thinking okay that that is equal to you the 13 version of you that's why the 43 year old version of you has changed so if we want to take a look at it from the human empirical stuff right that that area will say a person has changed based on what i just read to you Uh, for me it was funny because i entered for a minute the essence of my 13 year old with the shopping and the friends that's what what caught my attention because i really did like shopping with my friends and going out in this way of a 13 year old other stuff is all 
fed to me was all fed to me and this is like with the peter pan movie the reality it's also like any of our actual like if you're a person you'll know that your family of origin the adults around you the people around you will have shared with you their thoughts arguing i don't like arguing i use that word because i was told that i liked to argue and this is where i don't like to argue but i love debates i love conversing i love to be in a productive like see here's where there's a difference and luckily i have again some of my conscious friends that we can have this stuff and it's amazing i i I love it because i can exchange ideas now the part of being respected for being non-linear is important for me because that is something that i don't look to be more empirical that's why we have food for thought and so it's not as easy as one would think to find people who are okay with the non-linear view and the basically bullshit stuff but i have people who do love me for who i am and i'm thinking of my lovely divine masculine who learns to have patience if you will and be polite and that's just because they care that's all that's very straightforward they still will find it stupid shit but they still are engaged out of interest because they're engaged in the relationship all of our relationships are built on our feelings this is the part that we will know the feminine with their own masculine and so even when we are unsure about our loved ones enjoying our company the actual enlightenment soul age person will not be molding who they are and changing who they are because of uncertainty of maybe you'll love me maybe you won't and this is why we don't have a shame cycle the feminine with the masculine the mature ones the ones of us who have not ever disconnected from the essence of life of consciousness we will have a very deep relationship with our emotions in fact if you remember yesterday i read to you the part of where i even say how sensitive i am about uh, maybe i didn't read that one let me see i basically wrote about how i am too sensitive in defense of myself so maybe i didn't read it i'll read it to you guys that way you can hear it i say i think that i am a very good friend to some people i mean i do things for some people that they wouldn't do for me and right here is where i'm thinking adaptive child but i'm 13 okay (laughs) and this is where i evaluated all these things i'm like ah this is bullshit here this is bullshit there this is just the ego this is really not true 13 is your year where you're growing into that person who's going to look to your peers as the attachment figures and there's also that pruning process that goes through our mind as daniel siegel points out so it is the moment where you get to decide what you're going to choose i chose love at my 13 years of age when faced with people who were not being loving or kind or truthful or honest i clearly saw this and i said i'm going to stand for something that i can choose because why wouldn't i why would i lie why would i hurt your why would i stay an insecure human being and that's where fear comes into the mix because to hurt the feelings of another person to be mean to each other to a person who sees clearly with the eyes of love is something straightforward you're doing something that you wouldn't ever want to be done to you and you're choosing to make up an excuse for it 
the only difference today is that i can say to people evil doesn't exist what exists is trauma and you should learn about it for real not pretend and then maybe you'll start realizing why emotions rule you and they're not as stupid as you may think because they actually come from your attachment system and your implicit memory and it's really a part of your actual human experience the 4d people get lost in their la la land and that's where again it's a beautiful place to know our past lives to have dream state it can be a beautiful place for some it's not and those nightmares again there's ways you can manage it without giving up the intuitive stuff without giving up the shaman that's why we want more grounded holistic people not the ones who are terror readers channelers shaman and saying how don't go to the psychologist we don't need those people we need people who say hey let me introduce to you a buttload of these books and then come on over and let's talk about things and let's figure out are you able to cope with what you're dealing with how does your body feel how does your brain feel okay so here's a serious note one of the friends that i have they specified that their journey they they've been to therapy they're good now even though they're a person who i would say could use some more but they've they've made sense of the world the way they want and they have friends that love them and accept them for who they are they work they're in society they don't harass people they're a loving person they have some quirks we all do this is the point so if you're growing the love of life it means you're making choices that are good for you and that are good for society if you're polite to each other okay if you're growing your circle of friends if you're growing a circle of anything that is in a societal way you're contributing to society you don't have to be a genius we don't have a buttload of geniuses by the way and those that do we want them to also be more conscious because you can be a genius if you ain't conscious i can i do shit with your geniusness because you're going to do stuff with your knowledge that might not be beneficial so at the end of the day though luckily you know what's beautiful about the world there's eight billion of us it's a co-creative effort and most people if not 99.99999% care the ones who are stubborn and in their rigidity they got some leader so it's minimized you can basically reduce the population of those who do to an amount because the masses aren't doing they're following it's very different those who are doing and being that's what i'm talking about and first of all they're being and doing so the conscious people they have a purpose that is beyond their self as a human being meaning they see the greater good that their idea can bring to the population worldwide a person who's an actual leader is not doing for small we don't do small we do big what's big everyone's included this is not about how can i break this down the people who are their own agents is who i'm talking about because their meaning does not come from needing to have certainty their drive their meaning does not come from needing to belong the individuals who are their own agents are people who will know something that is bigger and beyond 
the neighborhood the country the one subject matter they see in a way that is just beyond and then we also have the others who support the belonging people they do support so we're all you know basically and so do the certainty this is why it's always going to all come back together we all play a role in supporting each other long story short this person was saying how what made a difference was the medication is what i was trying to get to so to 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 give you the brief the medication they could tell on a physiological level it helped their brain okay now neuroplasticity shows the importance of imagination neuroplasticity also shows the importance of being able to reflect and move out of a shame cycle of inner critic outer critic so here's what we have most people that i've met do not notice their own patterns of suffering their own adaptive child self like my attachment style friend let alone do they notice their actual physiology like my attachment style friend and a buttload of other people who have a cycle where they have a way they cope with their suffering that they picked up at an immature age because again we're all teenagers and that they then just kept rolling with i don't want to make it a psychoeducation one because it's actually something this episode for the adventure of a lifetime and the people who move into their 5d-ness we are living the adventure of a lifetime because we look to life and humanity with love and knowledge of hope and optimism because we know we can do it together because there's the intellectual minds and the institutions and the stuff that humans have created that's why and as long as an asteroid doesn't hit us we're good medication daniel siegel presents how being in a consistent rigid mind is not beneficial i have yet to learn enough about the mind to understand if it's because something can break or they're just not sure like all this other stuff but what i do know is a person who recognizes a form of rigidity in their mind if they are willing to work with themselves this person i don't know why or how but they chose to willingly work with themselves they got the medical help of the uh, psychiatrist so they found that the medication is what helped them now this is a person again who's not their mature version meaning they actually have a whole buttload of stuff that I, i i don't tell them it's not my business they're healthy meaning they coexist with humanity they're with society they don't care about doing anything they made it very clear that they feel at their optimal with this little story of them being you know basically an identity okay so it's a teenager that's an adult who's ha- who, who has their close friends their identity they work they do what they need to do this is why it's not about it being you breaking the law of, of spirituality if you go and say hey i have an idea for you it's more about you're an asshole because who are you so here's where there's a line to be drawn if someone is a threat to society or themselves you step in and what does a threat mean it means that there's a physical situation potentially so i have a handful of situations that i've noticed that i did step in in fact 
attachment style friend i think you might benefit from this in the in the most polite trying to be polite way possible because people still stigmatize being shared hey maybe something could support you but in this case it's because they they get stigmatized a lot so i already knew i need to handle this well and i really was just and still i'm concerned then again i see that they're doing their usual cycle so they're fine they're they're just repeating so at the end of the day here's where when people solidify their stories they're just going to live it out and in this case this story is i have to fight to be respected and that's about it i have concerns because of what i've noticed in the year of friendship and what i noticed was them basically risking you know being a person who was not doing the right things and they didn't it didn't get out of hand but the structural dissociation was real and here's where so real that uh you know i'm like dude you you need to just step away and call the cops if you need you know like this is where i had to address it in a specific way because they began to create their confirmation bias as soon as they were done evaluating their potential wrongdoing that's the saddest part is they did arrive at awareness of maybe i exaggerated that's the inner critic but they immediately switched to the outer critic and they passed the hot potato and they found online everything imaginable that was able to give them confirmation bias and then they denied denied how by continuing their story ignoring and leaving those emotions there and not healing them by not doing anything about bringing unconditional love to the equation they withdrew and isolated from the situation and that is their story so they did not expand consciousness no they just basically did a piece of if you will karma not good or bad but that's what they relived basically a pattern that they've been reliving since their infancy because here's where it is connected to their attachment category their attached cry because that's what this one is safety behavior and their rumination cycle is the same the shame blame fault revenge game is what they're in it ain't a game it's a sad sad human suffering story that is not the only person i got so many others i could tell you about and seeing them in their consistent little wheels talking about life or humanity as shitty and life as not an adventure no 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 it's an adventure all right you chose your nightmare adventure ah and you didn't even bother looking at the fact that you're a person and there's great buttload of somatic sensory motor trauma experts again you looked it up to confirm your biases and all these people they look up shit to confirm their biases so the people who actually expand they don't confirm biases they don't do cognitive dissonance they don't move towards rigidity they move towards let me evaluate all spectrums of the angles of information and they don't discard medicine because they got clairs no they remain grounded so long story short the mind is very important to tend to and rigidity and staying in a form of rigidity is not positive because a person's not going to get better i believe that neuroplasticity shows there can be 
the complete rewiring complete integration of the mind but here we're talking about an embodied brain so it needs to be the person that is acknowledging where there are areas of suffering and where they can be supported and there is the right help out there for them by the way so long story short as we wrap up this lovely lifetime of an adventure for the 5dc person in the enlightenment soul age group as i was saying we will not know change and then again we might know (laughs) change and i don't think i finished reading to you guys this so in case i did bear with me i'm reading it again because my uh, mind is able to connect dots to things and i prefer connecting dots than just reading to you all in in one go so as i say um my sister when i was in kindergarten i wouldn't let anyone touch my sister they had to mess with me first she said that she would have never done that for me then but now she probably would so my twin sister and we're teenagers and it's like ah when we're kids i would never have defended you but now that we're teenagers i will okay then i go on to say i'm too nice to people and i trust people too much these are words that have been spoken to me i mean this is where i already know because i know my parents and i know my friends and all these people around me that say the same things over and over again um here's where the example though that i give of why i trust people too much and i'm too nice a person asked me once to lend them a lunch ticket and they never paid me back also once i lent someone my tapes and they never returned them then i go on to say i'm very sensitive too i admit i can't take a heavy joke unless i get it from the start and here's where yeah as a teenager i was so much a teenager the reason it doesn't feel like i've changed is because i still don't know what a joke is but i don't take it to heart because i've gotten so used to basically not getting it you know like and and this is where it's because i contemplated why would i take offense i mean it's only a joke so it's not a big deal (laughs) i worked with my emotions i learned to be a grown-up so 5d land is actually the teenagers are going to get to learn to be grown-ups you know why i know that i know that because of the great trauma experts that i'm learning from daniel siegel is one of them and i mean he's an attachment expert but he's written a lot of great parenting books and how authoritative is important as well as contingent communication authoritarian no not good permissive no not good because of various aspects that he presents i haven't read the book yet but for the people who care about people 5d we do we care from the non-linear it's we're able to be compassionate where others are not until they are we're able because we choose because we have a depth of feeling in our gut that when people are in their biological rudeness coined by stephen porges they're not choosing their human suffering in their body they're not choosing a dysregulated or modulated embodied self they're not choosing a charged number of states none of us do they're not choosing to be oblivious to their non-secure attachment or their disorganized attachment and non-secure has the avoidant and ambivalent disorganized has disorganized and that's separate and of its own and even when i see people making their confirmation biases or cognitive dissonance they are not choosing to be ignorant they're choosing a story and they're ignoring though their emotions because they are ignoring how they are engaging with other people so how they are engaging with life 
and engaging with life begins from the emotions that arise within you as soon as you begin to utter a word and that you've already contemplated a thought it's the emotion that leads and so when i saw teenagers do what they did i see them as adults now difference for me is that teenagers i understood because i was one as well then i grew up and then when i grew up i was like what i just realized people know how to lie really that's about it and now i know why their adaptive child they don't know how to talk about their emotions and that's really really sad for a secure attachment person that is for the ones who are not here yet they will say it's very very difficult and you know here's where they want to talk about enlightenment when i see people talking to me about enlightenment and then they're talking to me about the soul age group being boring and detached in a way of emotionless i'm like yeah you don't know what enlightenment is because if you did you would know that it is not emotionless in any way shape or form and you would know about that human suffering thing that the buddhist principles talk about and if you're in your enlightenment soul age group it means you will know that there is nothing after death except for death and you'll be in your body very much in a zero space with it this does not remove meaning of life to you this does not remove the emotions of the oh i'm alive being able to share with you something about how life for me personally me the person maria is always an adventure the depth of my emotions have only grown exponentially why i'm too sensitive to take a heavy joke (laughs) i admit it i admitted it and i worked with the i'm too sensitive why why did i work with it well i got buttload of friends they love making jokes i don't want to be a party pooper because of what why am i taking offense in the first place what's the deal it's something stupid i went from stupid teenager to actual adult emotions aren't stupid they're only stupid when we're not handling them and realizing that they mean something and the reality is teenagers started to just say shit like that to make it better the ones who didn't they're here like i in the enlightenment soul age group of my age group obviously there can be younger older the beauty about seeing the psycho educators is they're telling kids what's what and i already know that the ones who will move into their own 5dness are hearing what's what and it's amazing the ones who won't they won't it's not a big deal we got plenty of adaptive children around they keep on coexisting with their little stories they love the horrible movies that i don't like they love talking about shit that i find completely yeah not beautiful at all i find a lot of things not beautiful because they don't promote compassion unconditional love caring for each other they don't promote being nice to each other they promote a lot of stereotypes generalizations stigmas and a lot of crap that doesn't make life an adventure they're all choosing it the ones who want to stay in this 3d 4d mindset and limited consciousness space and basically say humans suck life sucks the comedians the comedians that's what we want to talk about how many comedians i've seen when people say to me people pretend to smile at life okay and i've had many of these conversations i will say i smile because i love life for real and actually i don't want to bring a sad face to the camera why would i share that if i'm going to be sad i want to share that 
intimately it is not because i'm embarrassed of the faith it is not because i don't want to share the quote-unquote bad news it ain't bad news this is the point so the only people who will understand how much life is an adventure are the same people who know that we smile because we want to we frown when we are actually sad we don't pretend and when we are frowning and sad that's the moment i want my mommy or my loved ones my whoever it is it's a natural thing to want to be sued if i'm sad it's unnatural to think that you will not want a hug and even here it's not it's unnatural our evolutionary scientists show why sadness feels dangerous to the body because when we were way back when with lions tigers and bears you'd get eaten by one it also shows why we follow the crowd for the ones who think that they don't follow the crowd let's see what you do when you watch a movie of some sort and you know again this is something i will leave out what i'm trying to get to is something different enlightenment soul age people know how beautiful emotions are and here's where we don't do sad in public because we're tending to our emotions and really it's again not something that will be beneficial except for the ones who want to stand in the middle and they have plenty of people i've seen plenty of 3d 4d people cry in the screen and make that argument about whatever oh the same thing with like being alone oh yeah i saw that so the people who are still in their dysregulated modulated embodied self they got plenty of voices out there i'm not speaking to those people i'm speaking to the ones who want to move into their restored embodied self and who actually get it that emotions are important and as long as you think they're stupid and you don't actually have a handle on them it's because they overwhelm you it's it's not stupid it's a word that is used by teenagers when you are moving into oh my peers they'll accept me they won't accept me they'll do this they won't do that (laughs) so you know again i i used my little teenage story because i'll never forget that one about shopping i loved shopping with my girlfriends (laughs) i love doing all that stuff i don't love it at all now i'm like okay yeah that i love shopping still but i have other things i get excited for is what i'm saying so when you can recognize those emotions and so again at 13 i would get excited as a 13 year old to go shopping with my girlfriends as an adult i get excited when i'm learning something new about the nervous system or about the brain or about the you know and and then sharing with channeled guidance and putting all of this stuff together i get really really excited when i when i see my loved ones who expand into more of themselves I get really, really sad when I see the opposite happen. But then I say, yeah, it's their choice. It's their life. You know, I can't do anything to help somebody learn how to love themselves for who they are, right? This is the part. It's your life, not mine. Your heart, not my heart. Your mind, not my mind. I can only share with you it's very possible to live this adventure of a lifetime in an enlightenment soul age group. Now, here's where that's actual choice of people, like being polyamorous, secure this is something that i can look back and see that i've always been moving to this place however there are moments of life that there were other things presented to me and in every one of those cases like the teenage boyfriend he would cheat on me why because we did have a monogamous relationship but why because that was the only form that was introduced to me today teenagers have different forms and they're not confused about it because they have good people talking to them about it 
the ones who don't have the good people talking that's the ones we want to try and work with and it's not going to be by canceling conversations it's going to be by allowing ourselves to learn how to speak in a way that won't be accusational or insulting it's the words we choose that can help us to open up conversations the ones who will want to know more will ask and here's why those of us who are in the enlightenment soul age group make a difference because we're not insecure as adults and so we can be with people who are of the complete opposing view as us and we will show respect automatically because they have their body and their mind they have their heart they have their story and it's a sensitive one because every person began as an infant you will be a sensitive person whether you like it or not and the part about not liking it is what is going to be an indication of you not having yet been able to tap into the depths of you which isn't good or bad it's normal because there's all those layers that come before a person can go from adaptive child with unresolved trauma and insecurities to functional adult forgiving nuance the grown-up version of you we're here to support that i know i'm here to support that with our episodes as always bring love love each other work with each other corrective experiences there's plenty of therapists great ones out there if that's needed there's also the middle ground bring it all and allow yourself to do human spiritual spirituality elements it's an amazing time for those of us who are ready to share more with everyone in a way that brings out the infinite higher human consciousness potential experience have a great day